You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! You know, I never watched that. It's a Robin Williams vehicle. He saves. He, uh, he saves the hearts and minds. Of he wins Vietnam. Vietnam. He does it? actually. In I just said Vietnam. That's how, that's how this podcast is going to go tonight. <laughs> I'm just fucking. I'm. Um, my brain is destroyed, and I'm running on autopilot. Coming soon to a theater near you, Vietnam. Oh, and you know what? Before we get into anything else, mm. I should share this. We got exactly one entrance noise in the uh, in the voicemail today. Uh, came in from anonymous, and uh, it sounds like there's a movie projector going in the background. <laughs> it's pretty wild. You know how amazing that is. Can you play it again, please? <laughs> I'm not wrong, right? Best. That's like a projector in the background. No. It's like in a, it's, he's in a film booth it was an somewhere. He's an old-timey projector, and he's... Uh, Is it possible that's me from the past, sending, uh, uh, sending one to the future? Andrew, you were a projectionist for many years with real film. Yeah. Did you ever masturbate and come like that in, a, in the um, booth? On the phone. On the phone. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a 12 Monkeys experience where somebody who looked like me but infinitely more ragged burst into my booth and called a number and left a message like that, and then uh, oh and the world was saved. Oh, perfect. Okay. It was a really, really weird <laughs> day. You know, I can't believe I've never mentioned anyone before. Yeah, that would, uh, the humor in that um, little anecdote would have required me to see 12 Monkeys, which I haven't. <laughs> so. 12 Monkeys is worth a watch if you're, like, homesick. Yeah. Speaking of homesick, I took the damn day off yesterday. Really? I did. I am, Shit. I am uh, taking your cue and then taking little mini vacations here and uh, trying to work my way out of my job here. So That sucks because I took today off. We could have done this, you know, six and a half hours ago if, uh, if we had coordinated. Damn, we really could have. Or we could have done six podcasts. Also true. Um... So, uh, so you 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 seem good, man. You're feeling good. You feeling all right? 
feeling okay. I, uh, I uh, all, all all of my work stuff is coming to a head right now. So I'm I really want next week to be this like breath of fresh air where I can I, I don't feel like there's a softball of tension in my chest anymore. I'm very excited. What? Wow, man, you, you're. I, whenever you talk about your job, I feel like I shouldn't complain about my job. It's a rough scene. Was, it is I, just wild ass. I was. At, you know how bad it has to be for me to bitch about my job. Like that's the it's thing. fucking You're doing rough. what you love, man. I, I I bitch about my job all the time. I've been told by people people we know that I bitch about my job way too much. Too much bitching uh, about. I think I'm joining you in that now, though. <laughs> Damn it! I, well, soon we won't have to worry about it. I've made a a critical critical decision to to leave my job. I need to save myself, Andrew. <laughs> I've listened back on like five or so podcasts. I I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with that. I'm not great right now. I uh, stepped on the scale yesterday. Guess how much I weigh. I don't want to guess. Andrew, it's not good. Yeah, I, I you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel you on that. Um Say I weigh like 200, but then add like 95 more pounds to that. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've hit the... So uh, then it's go time. That's that's the first thing I think. Every time I hit the scale, I'm like, oh, fuck. Is that, oh, shit, no, it's go time. And I, I grab pasta out of the fridge and I throw it out the window. That's exactly what I'm going to do. i got to fix myself completely in all facets. I talked to, talk to my friend uh, right before we got on the podcast. The one who I compared to Chuck D uh, not too long ago. Um, well, she gave me this. She always has this way of hitting hitting me hard with pep talk. What that actually makes sense and like. She totally put the meds thing into the same category that you do because that's what's giving me so much trouble. But it's like it's like uh, basically it's like you have a cough that never goes away and you have to take cough syrup all the time. Yeah, like, that's it. Okay. Like that's that's. <laughs> but it's oh, okay. Um, so it's like having a bad back. It, instead, it's just like a bad brain. It's just like one of those things. <laughs> oh, like every thanks. now and then, you have to take the day off and lay down on the couch because you threw your brain out. Fucking fantastic! But um, in I, I want this to be the happy episode. So let's. We've done the airing of grievances. Yep, correct. So let's talk about everything that's so dope happening in our lives right now. <laughs> Well, let's do this. Let's get right into what people are freaking out about, because I got a lot this week. Okay. A lot of shit going. A lot of shit on the burners. Or actually, maybe I just started taking notes for the episode yeah. instead of oh. winging it like I usually do. Oh, that's great. Good. I was going to do notes, but then my I had to stay at work till 7.30, so I couldn't do that. And that's when you decided to leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck this. I was like, I'm not, not into pulling a 12-hour shift, so I'm leaving. Um, yeah. No, no I, uh, whatever. Um, all right. So what are people freaking out about, Andrew? I know you've got some good ones. Biggest one? is uh, apparently uh, Fred Phelps from uh, GodHatesFags.com is yeah. on death's door. Yeah. And everybody I know, everybody I know who is normally um, very outspoken and compassionate and they really, you know, they, they want a better world, yeah. is talking like they're out of a John Milius script. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Like, it is, all of a sudden everyone's like, I can't wait to see this motherfucker rot. I in hope they world. drag him through the streets. Like, <laughs> in a what? world where friends. You're helps. the same. Per- yeah, like what? You're the same motherfucker that talked about how you ran into traffic to save a squirrel. What are you talking no, about? No, like, that's exactly it. Um, 
<laughs> it's really good end. And uh, I hope they rip his fingernails out. Yeah, before. Uh, yeah, it's all right, all right, overweight vegan, whatever. Right, exactly. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> and I look really good name check of John Milius, by the way. Uh, I, I was thinking more. First thing I thought of. Well, John Milius wrote the Rambo movies, right? Uh, John Milius, I don't think he wrote Rambo. He wrote uh, Parts of Apocalypse Now, Dirty Heart. <clears throat> Essentially, any line from 1970, like, 3 through 1988 that's, uh, that's, like, memorable for being, like, vaguely psychotic is him. Um, Crush Your Enemies, See Them Driven Before You, or uh, Hear the Lamentations of Their Women yeah. was him. Yeah. Uh, Make My Day Punk was him. Uh, yeah, most of, like, the good shit from Apocalypse Now was him. I'm trying to, he had, like... A million more, and uh, his—I guess one of his weird claims to fame, if you need trouble or if you have trouble picturing this guy, is uh, John Goodman's character from *The Big Lebowski* is based on him. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, he's just like this right. weird old like Vietnamese gun enthusiast that lives in Hollywood and like just you know like wears Obama's a monkey shirt, you know, just like fucking. I like the. Uh, he I, is I, a wild dude. I like the adjective Vietnami. <laughs> So far, we have Vietnam and Vietnam. <laughs> so, really, this episode... Ah, oh, my God. Yeah, we're both... Fuck, am I on fucking Seroquel? What's both, going we're on? Both. Oh, no, I have a... I, I can get some Seroquel for you if you'd like. Um, Fuck, dude. You prompted I can't me, talk. I can't think. It's okay. I've got you. You prompted me All to right. look up who directed... wrote Who wrote the Rambo movies. And it's this guy named Menachem Golan. With oh, his wow. cousin, Yoram Globus. Golem and Globus. Listen to the movies that these motherfuckers wrote. Death Wish, one through th- one through four. Oh yeah. Enter the Ninja, Exterminator, Exterminator Two, Ten to Midnight, Alien from L.A., American Ninja, one through five. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. One like one set of people wrote the fir- yes. like five American Ninja movies. Are you kidding? Kickboxer, me? Invasion USA, Hero in the Terror, um, Cobra, right? Robotech, Revenge of the Ninja, Robotech the movie. Yeah, these are my men. These are these, these dudes basically wow. wrote Missing in Action, Missing in Action 2, Cyborg. These dudes wrote every movie I love. Like they're basically when I think of a movie I like, it's like a Golan Globus movie where it's like filmed in a desert with a car chase and there's people shooting and that's what I like. Interesting. Really? I love every now and then I'll get on Netflix and they'll things come in genre waves on netflix and every now and then i'll just get this burst of like straight to video fucking like cop drama from 1987 like you you saw it after you were done masturbating on your grandmother's couch when you were 13 and you were staying over there and you were excited because she had hbo and everyone else was asleep you know yes, like yes i found ah oh, it's so excited for that shit i lined up some of those movies I, I once a week i'll do like an extended um snapchat of like our snaps going out yeah, I did one that was a minute and 30 seconds the other night. It was just all these weird movies that I was watching. It started with French porn, French gay porn, <laughs> went over to Foxy Boxing, weird old aerobics videos, Hungarian cooking show bloopers. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah, it's basically like an everything is terrible, uh, like copy, copycat thing I do. But it's on Snapchat and you can only watch it like once. So. That's my deal. It's fleeting. It's fleeting. Much like, uh, much like my uh, energy level, it's fleeting right now. Um, I'm gonna look the look homeboy up. I'm gonna watch one of those movies tonight. Oh, I wish I was there, Andrew. Mm-hmm. I miss you, pal. 
I, you know, Gabri's in Puerto Rico all week. I get the house to myself. You know, mm, I can like do whatever. We can. We can uh, I mean, I like do whatever. That means we can. I can do whatever. Well, I could come. Are you? Are you? Uh, you like you have the weekend to yourself, huh, pal? I got the weekend to myself got the to weekend. do whatever. <laughs> the weekend to <laughs> turn into like a bad J Lo impersonator all of a sudden. <laughs> I turn the back window to do whatever. <laughs> you supposed to be J Lo. <laughs> yeah, that's J. That's exactly. I thought it was J Lo. That's okay. exactly what she sounds like. I got the whole house to myself to do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like. Oh, I know. That was my German impression too, which is the worst part. <laughs> I've got the whole house to myself to do whatever. Holy shit. Um, anyway, hey, we're punchy tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Um, let's see. What else we got people freaking out about? The, the, oh, wait. The people, mm-hmm. uh, a woman at my work yesterday said, I bet that plane is still flying. Oh, uh, people <laughs> still freaking out about that plane. I finally had a chance to read up on this shit, and it's very, very exciting. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing that, uh, of all the stuff I read, there was, there's one theory floating around I read on Wired.com is uh, really striking in that it's the only application of logic I've seen the entire time here that doesn't involve uh, hijacking or uh, space aliens or like DARPA or fucking any shit like that, which is that they probably had a fire in the cabin and the pilot turn, turned everything off to stop the fire and tried to head towards an airport that was northwest that he knew, and they died and didn't make it. You know, like, that's it. That's just, but dude, that's how it goes. He, his last recorded words were, all right, good night. Yeah, so. apparently that's normal. I don't know. <laughs> all right. I'm not a pilot. I uh, We know a pilot. I should call him and ask. But, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's normal. Oh. But my favorite part of uh, this whole thing is that... There was a few hours where everyone was like, attention, be warned, somebody is sending out a fake article that says, missing plane found with passengers alive, don't click on this, it's a virus, (laughs) (laughs) which is a fucking genius virus, like, I want to buy a drink for the person who wrote that, it's, what a great idea. Because you know, every dumb fuck you work with clicked it on the work computer, oh "Oh my god. Seriously, holy shit, I can't believe, I was right, it was just flying around. Oh, I work with, like, this person who's not very smart. And she's like, you know, I bet that plane is still flying, and it's eventually going to show up in the United States. And people better be on their toes, because if they can figure out how to fly without being on radar, then that's the technology that they're going to use to get us again. Like, this is, ver- this is, yeah, this is verbatim. <laughs> like, the technology, oh, the technology they developed in World War II involving flying 500 feet under radar... Oh, and I just looked at her, and she just looked at me and sipped her coffee, and we both <laughs> and we both knew that she was the dumbest fuck, at least on that floor, like in the moment. I was like, are you, I couldn't even, I couldn't say anything. Like, I was paralyzed. Wow. The, the, what I love there is that the, it, the automatic assumption that they have figured out how to... <laughs> circumvent radar as opposed and, to the 
not even chilling, but just like reminder that radar is extremely fallible. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like whoa. Not to mention, uh, uh, apparently, airlines have developed in-flight refueling. Uh, it's not just for military purposes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, we're good to go. There's it's actually there's just a fueling uh, there's a fueling jet that just circles the globe at all times, yeah, no. just waiting to refuel anyone who needs it. You know, like whatever. It's, it's all a good. Co- it's a flying Cumberland Farms jet, and you can like not only can you get free fuel, but they can slide down like. Like, a like bag oh, of cool! Pretzels. I got those. Yeah, I got the pretzels with the peanut butter in them from Cumbies. This is fucking fantastic. No, that's what I get every time I visit my folks. I eat that whole bag. Sometimes on my way, I too. think that's you have to at Cumbies. So that's good, it, man. There's something about them. They're so excessively salty. They're like actually the worst things for you. Well, the uh, the Cumberland Farms gas pumps now are like smart. They're like talking, right? So you pull up, and as you're filming it, you're filming. You're you're filling up. And the woman says, "Welcome to Cumbies." It's Ooh. so good, and I giggled to myself because I'm because all I it shows how fucking I'm, th- I'm going to be 37 this summer. But I was like, I left. I was like, you know, t- five degrees out. It was about eight o'clock at night. Driving back for my folks, and she's like, "Welcome to Cumbies." And all I thought was, "There's a woman who got paid to say the word come." For, yeah, for a like a lot, probably like a bunch of times. A, Can we do that again? Welcome to less emphasis on come. Welcome to cumbies. Oh, right, maybe more. Maybe more. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, I can't believe it. What if you There's, were fucking? For everyone listening at home, this sound is me being a moron and <laughs> wearing a hat with a brim on it, uh, with a microphone on my face. A, so uh, you have to deal with it. It's a Yankees hat, though. It so. is a Yankees hat. I'm ready. Yeah. Busting my ass another day. We're looking good. Day. I saw Tanaka pitch. He looks fucking superhuman. It's awesome. He looks superhuman, huh? They did this <laughs> they did this breakdown of his throw, like his extension. They like slowed it down to like a ridiculous degree. He at his full extension looks like Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four. Like his arm extends like an extra six inches that shouldn't be there, and then <laughs> Before you know it, that ball's past you. You're just standing at the plate, like, "Whoa, what the?" F- I would like, have went. Fuck was that? I would have went with um, Popeye. It looks like Popeye. Popeye, I think so. An anchor tattoo develops. An anchor tattoo that he got on St. Mark's Place when he moved to New York uh, develops on his arm. He eats a can of spinach and he throws the baseball, and then he turns back to normal. It's, it's really, it's fa- whatever he does. It's fantastic. It's perfect. My favorite part was after he pitched this ridiculous game. They, uh, after a few innings, they pull him. It's spring training. They don't want to, like, run him a full uh, full game or fucking seven innings or whatever. He's down there, and they're icing his arm, and he's there, you know, asking, so, you know, you, you played really good today. I think you got, like, one hit off you or, you know, like, something like that. He's like, oh, well, I, uh, I really have to improve if I'm going to play in this league. It's just... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm, uh, I'm not at 100% yet. Oh. I know what I have to do to get there. And, like... Yo, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you just got a standing ovation after five fucking innings yeah. because you're a monster. Like, are you kidding? I, you're getting paid millions of dollars to throw a ball. Like, dial it back a little bit. Right, no. Or don't, actually, don't. Don't dial it no, back. Keep going. Sports talk. I think they. I think every athlete goes to a class on how to be super boring. <laughs> super boring. My man, Russell Wilson, is the most boring dude. <laughs> but, but he ends every press conference with, go Hawks. I love that competitor to the bitter end Jesus he's gonna have Christ. a slump year this year russell wilson yeah, yeah that's that's probably guaranteed everyone everyone in the seahawks is gonna get real soft well, in this offseason and come back and you know it's gonna be gonna be rough well, we lost so we lost some key players but i think we'll be all right welcome to cumbies 
<laughs> Welcome to oh god, oh my god. What if you um? Actually, no, I got to do something here real quick. Hold on a sec. Thank you for calling the Latham Target Store. Our the normal what? store business hours are Monday through Saturday, the Latham? 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Latham. and Sunday, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be good. Please man. stay on the line while your call is transferred to the operator. I want to be a I want to be an operator at Target. Can I help you? Hey, is this Target? Is this a Target yes. in Latham? Okay. Um, you know, uh, I got a, uh, I have, I've got a uh, kind of a thing going on right now. If you could help me out, it would be great. Um, I'm out in the parking lot, and you know it's real rainy out and everything, right? Hello? I, I, I don't know. I haven't been out, so I don't know how is it out there. Oh, that's so depressing. Oh, you haven't been outside yet? Oh, it's real bad. No, not yet. Oh, it's, it's real bad. Anyway... Uh, just bear with me here. Um, I got a, uh, my girlfriend's kid is with me, and he's sick, and he can't go out in the rain. I was wondering if I give you a couple items, if you could bring them out to me in the car, because it's really bad out, and he's sick. Could you give Could you give me some help? Did she? She hung up on me. Damn. Did I sell it too hard? Maybe. I don't know. Good premise, though. Yeah, that, that, that was A+. Plus. He fucking hung up on uh, why me. Do people, why do people answer the phone and offer things up like that? I don't know. I haven't been outside. Just say yes. <laughs> like, just say yes and end this awful imagine, conversation. Imagine the, the, uh, the darkness involved in saying, I don't know. I haven't been outside yet. Yeah, <laughs> like, I see people at, at my job do that a lot when the phone rings. Like... Offering up, like, weird information and not being personable, but talking anyway, you know? It's like, yeah, no one no one is calling to be your friend, man. Just say yes so this goes away. <laughs> and you don't have to be on the phone anymore. No you can shit. do whatever else For you real. were going to do. Like, you, you can go restock the fucking catalog cables and, uh, and fucking AV. I can't believe she hung up on me. I hate when that happens. That was pretty mean incredibly mean should i try walmart instead i think the people at walmart would be more um salt of the earth i think they might entertain it um oh you know what i didn't do star six seven so that woman totally got my number whoops Ooh. well we'll call back does that shit still work really it does it's a secret it still works if you ever want to do a prank phone call just dial star six seven and your phone just comes across the caller id as just a bunch of lines it's great all right I like to think of myself, because I do this shit by myself all the time, not kidding. So, like, you know, maybe I should, uh, maybe I should start recording them. Here we go. This one's going to be really good. Same premise. Well, we got you that sick mic for a reason. Thank you. I'm really glad you got me this mic. Can I help you? Hey, is this Walmart? Yes, it is. Okay, I got a situation here. Maybe you could help me out. You know, it's real bad out raining, right? Well, I got, I'm in She's the car outside. with um, I'm in the car with my girlfriend's kid, and he's real sick, and I can't bring him outside because it's real raining out, you know. And uh, I was just wondering if I give you a couple things, uh, uh, if you could bring him out to to us, and you could give you money. Yeah, we don't do that. Just right up to the door. I just don't want him to get outside because he's. He's real sick. He's been uh, sneezing and, and snotting. And uh, I just I got a couple items for him. He's just, he needs some medicine. 
And I was wondering if you could come out in the parking lot and, and bring the, me the items, and I'd give you some money. I don't believe we do that, but you're going to have to hold on a second. All right. I, how, I, what, the, what, what are you doing? Like, what really, what are you doing at Walmart? There's 19 fucking people working everywhere I turn at Walmart. One of these assholes can't run some Benadryl out for your girlfriend's kid. Right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's just... Give me a hard time. Is this the kid's, uh, it's the kid's sack? <laughs> no attempt to pronounce K at all. What's that? Hello? Thanks, <laughs> she hung up. Okay, well, that was fun. All right, it's fun while it lasted. Fuck it. I just really wanted that payoff, man. Damn. <laughs> you know, what if my girlfriend's kid was sick? He probably, maybe he died. Maybe that's why you had to hang up the phone. I should call back and be like, thanks a lot. Thanks to you, my kid's kid's fucking dead now. (laughs) I love, I'm really... That might be a hard sell. That belligerent voice, I I do really well. I don't do many voices well, but I do a good belligerent Glens Falls dude. Like, super well. Yeah, you you came up in that. (laughs) I'm bummed that the pranks weren't as good (laughs) as they were, but I should maybe I can pre-record some pranks and just put them out. Like, <laughs> it's a pretty decent idea. <laughs> um, yeah, I I could do some office talk roundup because that's like my favorite fucking thing recently. You should just, you should just run a fucking recorder in your pocket in the office. I really it's should. Wild. For the next two days, I have left at my stupid job. I'm going to uh, <laughs> my favorite one. I, I think you liked it too. Is that uh, while I was drinking a soda, someone walked by and said, "Oh, you have a soda." <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> It's so good. Ah, yeah. It's like it, it's like you know that uh, movie Office Space. It's like I'm not familiar with it. What happens in the movie Office Space? You know Office Space. I fucking know Office. That's, I wanted to see if oh. I could trick you into recounting the so, plot of Office Space the on the podcast. Guy's working in an office and he gets slowly uh, disillusioned. He gets hypnotized. It's kind of like a weird break in the plot, but it pays off later. I thought about the clerk scene today where he's ordering the porn in front of the kids. That was so good because <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I thought about. It. Um, you know, we should actually, uh, when we get Nick Workle on here, when uh, we should, oh, uh, when we should have him, or we should not even trick him, but just have him recount the plots of various episodes of Seinfeld. Oh my God! Remember because that? His, when you talk to him about Seinfeld, he will start. Oh, that was the episode where so and so, and he will go through the entire plot of the show point by point to you, and you're just like, "Cool, thanks for that. I appreciate it." Funny you should mention Seinfeld. Perfect. Perfect segue into what yeah, happened. We're, we're getting good at these segues. Perfect, perfect. Funny you should mention that. Perfect segue into what happened to me last night. Um, I went on a date. Andrew. I I'm all ears. The, the, disbelief is, <laughs> the disbelief is intense. Uh, I did. I went on a real date. I um, met a woman at her apartment. She's, she's very beautiful. Fun. Met her uh, from? Met her. Uh, she's actually like not, uh, not on the internet. Like wow. really weird. Like she knew of me. I guess she made the, she made the, the first. Uh, she asked me for asked me if I wanted to hang out and get dinner. I said sure. It's, you know shit that never happens. Yeah, to you're something. Really, I don't have any money. Yeah. Like I, I don't like, know what you think you're doing. No. Well, uh, suspending this belief, I I went and met her, and we walked to a little restaurant uh, on a side street in Albany. Perfect, great Italian place. The uh, Waitress knew who I was. We were seated immediately. Um, right, some great, first of has, all, great Italian food in Albany. Come on. 
Come on. Come on. Just let me... I'm building it up. I'm building it up as a great date. All right. Here we go, Andrew. So imagine me. I I got a haircut. I I wore a a cool shirt with the top button buttoned. I, I cuffed my jeans. Did you I wore, wear your cool shirt on this date or no? I did. I wore, right, I, cool. I wore my cool shirt. I trimmed my beard. I got a haircut. I got my Hitler Youth haircut. Um, I cuffed my jeans. I wore uh, I wore a pair of brown shoes that I had shined, looking very sharp, looking very put together. Met her. She's great. We're having a great time. Um, halfway through the fir- halfway through the, the dinner, she asked me out for a second date. Amazing. I right? really jumped in the gun there. I felt like Sean Kemp dunking on Sean Bradley. You were like, I, we haven't even awkwardly left it at the door yet. No, it was perfect. So we walk around some more. We go get a, uh, I, I draw, I pay for the dinner. Uh, the, the caveat being that she, that she suggested we go to a bar afterward. I said, I'll get dinner if you get the drinks afterward. Perfect. We've got some drinks. Very 2014 of you. Good do. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, perfect. Flawless. Um, Really good. Everything's going well. We're laughing. We're thinking. You know, we're having like uh, some. We're having a couple. We had a couple moments. It was really nice. Um, walk to the wine store. Get up some box wine. And she wants to uh, sit at her kitchen table and talk. Very very fun. Very nice. And uh, I proceed to drink six tumblers of white wine and get blackout drunk in her apartment. And she kicks me out. I'm glad I have the camera on tonight, so um, I really get expressive with this one. Uh, you, your any, mouth was hanging open at the end. <laughs> any recollection as to uh, how you got kicked out or, or what the circumstances the f- were? Andrew, I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Destined for failure. I, I really want wine now, too. Is that weird? It was tasty and delicious. I smoked one of her cigarettes. I already, who gives a shit? Fucking fuck this woman. No, I, I, uh, I started talking. Uh, and she, then, she smoked cigarettes. She's subhuman. Forget it. It's over. Well, I lost about 10 minutes in there, only to be snapped back to reality when she's like, yeah, it's probably time for you to go. That's what she said. And I was like, okay. And I put my jacket on. And like I awkwardly hugged, cheek kissed her, and then stumbled down her stairs. I looked like the dude in the fucking Red Red Wine video walking home. <laughs> it you was, were the dude in the Red Red Wine video. I really was. <laughs> so I took, like literally somebody handed me like, hey, here, here is a perfect situation. She's asking you out. She already asked you out twice. It looks, this is a perfect like China dish flawless. And I took it and I smashed it on the ground. <laughs> I am. I don't know what's wrong with me, Andrew. <laughs> that is the worst. I talked to her today. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I'm really sorry. I hope I. I, I hope I didn't say anything regrettable. And she's like, "No, you didn't." But, but you, you know, totally did. I totally like you must did. have. I must have because it was a sudden really abrupt. Like, okay, and I just I've never been that loaded. Wine just snuck up on me. <sighs> What do, you so think, that, what do you think it was? That was rock bottom for me, I think. Yeah. Do you think that you were was, talking about Nazis? I like when you start talking about Nazis. You know, that's always wild first, for people. Within the first 10 minutes of the date, I mentioned to her that I'm reading The Rise and Fall of the Third Rock. All right, so it probably and wasn't Nazis. She was totally with it. It wasn't, uh, I don't know. She even told me she listened to three episodes of the podcast. Like she, I was like, so you know I'm kind of a lunatic. And she's like, yeah, I don't care. 
But then, it, but you know, that's the thing. People say, yeah, I don't care. And then, like, it's Front Street when, it, when it's displayed, when it's laid bare in front of you. Super care. <laughs> uh, well, so that's my, that's my short, sweet story about fucking stumbling home, getting on, stumbling onto my, uh, walking past the street I'm supposed to turn on and realizing <laughs> I'm heading toward the con, the Empire State Plaza before I have to walk back. <sighs> All right. So, uh, can I assume the second date is off? Check today. It seems to be still on. Interesting. Interesting. All so right. Maybe I, maybe I'm, I portray myself as a damaged figure. And uh, women generally like to um, mend. Uh, yeah, maybe she wants to save you. Yeah, I can okay. save this guy. <laughs> yeah, all the women who've tried that before were uh, I really found out the hard way after a year and a half that I'm just I'm I will always pick my toes. I will always uh, you'll always come home and I, I my unemployed ass will be watching Home Improvement, eating ramen, being like, Yo, what's up? Hey, you know, you want to do it? <laughs> I know you've like been laughing working. way too loud at old sitcoms. Yeah, like, hey, you know, I know you've you've just come home from job number two because you're supporting the both of us. But do you want to have like three minutes of average sex? Because <laughs> I'm I'm tuckered out from doing nothing all day. I'm kind of in the mood, but I'm kind of tired. So maybe could you do all the work? Yeah, I've had uh, I drank a liter of diet coke and ate three ramens with broth. <laughs> uh, I can barely get hard. Can you can you want to do that? <laughs> You want to do <laughs> three ramens and three like three shaky packets? Oh, fuck. the stuff that kills you—the MSG, the stuff that you can just—you might as well just pull a gun. I don't believe yourself. MSG fucking hurts you. I, me and Gabri fight about this like cats and dogs because I don't believe MSG actually does anything for you. <laughs> well, that's a tough uh, she's relationship. Really, that's... yeah, she's she's fucking she gets wound up about that. Uh, one of the things that people f- are freaking out about that I was going to get to, then we got you know sidetracked. Uh, is um, it came out pretty recently that NASA did a study or funded a study about uh, the longevity of the current civilization, like a, a realistic um, look at how long the civilization civilization would uh, would go on. Twenty and years, the res- baby. yeah, results were like bleak as shit, like really, really bad. Um, and I hear things like that, and I'm like, yeah, no shit, right? Like no shit, no shit. How is this surprising to people? I think you should get the amount you weigh docked from your pay every week. Wow, that's extreme. <laughs> I think that will save the world because people will be losing weight left and right. Like they'll spot you a hundred, but anything like say I weigh like two ninety five right now, I'll have I'll get one hundred ninety five dollars docked out of my pay every week. I don't even think that would do it. No, because you don't think so. Th- when I was reading that thing, the only thing that occurred to me was. The oh god damn this fucking pop filter! <laughs> All that's required to turn the ship around drastically, like easily and drastically, is to do the one thing that since the beginning of recorded time human beings have never been able to do. It's very simple, but you just cannot get them to do it in mass, which is just not think about the immediate three seconds they're living in and consider the next ninety seconds. Yeah. On top of the immediate three seconds. Holy shit, that's it great. It is impossible to get even ten people to do this in a room together. And to get a planet full of people, it is ridiculous. <laughs> that is all that is required Absolutely. to make everything okay. To get another 20 years eked out before the meteor hits. 
Um, but like, yeah, like no, no, no. So switch to Diet Pepsi. I didn't. No one cares. You're yeah. basically dead. You're gonna be trampled to death in a food riot. Switch to Motor Oil. Smitch, cool. just switch to Motor Oil. It's fucking. Perfect. We used to smitch. say. I just said smitch. Smitch, smitch. <laughs> if you ever, um, if Gabri ever secretly stops taking birth control so that she becomes pregnant with your child, um, will you name him Smitch? I will name him Smitch. How about this? And then we'll both be trampled to death in a food riot. How about this? If you have a boy, it'll be Smitch. But if you have a girl, name the kid Vietnam. Vietnam. There you go. I win. <laughs> Vietnam and Smitch on the morning. <laughs> Vietnam and Smitch. You know, Vietnam is, is my, will probably, see, I've been thinking a lot about doing street art. Because Please I'm gonna have do a lot street of, art. I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands, so I'm thinking about, like, really getting back into graph, you know. And uh, maybe doing some throw-ups, dude. And I think Vietnam is going to be my new... My new splasher. You know what's yeah. really cool? What's up? If, if the world essentially ends in uh, the near future, it's kind of cool that that shit is too new, that whatever civilization that finds this planet probably won't remember us for graffiti art. You know, that I... shit's probably too new. <clears throat> like, luckily, hopefully, we'll all be killed before people remember that the world was, like, into Drake. You know, shit like that. <laughs> yes. Like, hopefully. I, that, that's all I can hope. Honestly, in 40 years when <clears throat> other civilizations finally figure out a way to get here and they start building on our on our land and I start excavating and, and finding um, things, I think I hope the only thing they find is a, a unopened pack of Who Farted bumper stickers. <laughs> <laughs> because there is nothing better, nothing sums up the 20th and 21st century better than a Who Farted bumper sticker. A Who Farted bumper sticker in a weirdly, totally intact fucking 16 handles frozen yogurt place. <laughs> yes. That's it. Perfect. No, I'm Who thinking were these maybe... mysterious people? In like a pair of size XL Mar- Target Morona brand <laughs> stretch pants. That's that reek of old old growth and piss and um yeah you know and uh like a set of reading glasses that'll be that's all that's that's all like wow wow they the previous they'll call it'll just be called the previous civilization and and it'll be um yeah people will uh dress retro once they figure it out and people start wearing stretch pants again it'll be perfect (laughs) absolutely perfect hey would you want to read some tumblr questions andrew Let's do it. I'm ready to go. Actually, I got a quick question before. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I wanted to bring this up last week, uh, and I need, I need some help. Is hard rock still a genre? Because I was talking wow. to Gabriel. I think I was in the shower, and I was, we were talking about where UID was doing their live show. And I'm like, I, I don't, I've walked past it a few times. I, I see, like, hard rock bands on the, on the marquee. And then there was that moment where I was just immediately like, Oh shit! Uh, I just said one of those old man things, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Like I'm gonna get laughed at, and sure as shit, I did. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it just occurred to me before, and I was actually thinking about it before we said, like, is hard rock a thing anymore? And then it actually, then I started to think. Now I can't think of what hard rock was. Hard rock is because it like... existed. <clears throat> like it definitely except there was an entire hard rock section of when you would get the Columbia House thing. Hard rock is like. ZZ Top Legs, ACDC Back in Black, 
So it doesn't exist anymore then. Foreigner, like hot, like hot bloated, yeah, MC. yeah. Right, so that shit's done then. That's, well, that's, that's like, well, we actually, you like, know what? Queensrÿche have... played there the week after I was there. So oh, I mean, sure went, yeah. Maybe I, I... maybe Hard Rock still exists there. I don't know. Uh, I think it does, but it, you have been, but they've been, um, like really watered down to the point where you have like Nickelback. Yeah, I, that just becomes rock. like butt rock, right? I think so. Yeah. All right. I meant to ask this last week because I I was genuinely curious and Who I, does that I song? think I got my hey, answer. Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star. Daughtry. Ooh, shit, I don't Daughtry. know. What is that? <laughs> he's an American Idol winner, and he's had a song about um, being a rock and roll star. I think that's a hard rock song. That sounds fucking awful. I yeah. My my coworker listens to the radio loud enough. And it's on like ninety nine point nine the the view or like something like that where it's like it's like they'll play P- the Pina Colada song and then they'll play a hard rocker for like hey this goes out to everybody driving home from lunch let's get you back there on time here's Daughtry rock and roll star like that kind of thing and like so they'll play like hard rock have hard rock lunch you know that kind of thing and <laughs> so I hear those songs sometimes. I'm more confused than I was before now yeah I know. Does hard rock? Uh, we should poll the audience. Does hard rock exist? Yeah, let us know. Use the voicemail. Let us know if hard rock exists. I'm I mean, there a is a confused. '90s. There's a '90s renaissance among like pop punk bands now. So maybe maybe that's the next turn. Maybe that'll all turn into like stunt double pilots and bands like that. Because there's like bands <laughs> bands now that worship like. Remember that band Hum? That uh, no, that? no. Oh, what was Hum? The Hum was a band from Champaign, Illinois. That had that song. I'm out there chasing stars. Remember that song? There, no. there, was, there were like uh, they're very '90s. It's All like right. A, it's like when I think of the '90s, I think of Hum. And who did that other? Oh, uh, Hum and Far. Remember Far? Far, I kind of remember. Far played all. Or was that? Wants. I maybe I'm thinking of Sponge. Sponge had that song where this is the world of human records. Yeah, I'm thinking of Sponge then. That song I listened to a ton on on my way to Spokane and in Spokane. Whoa, really? Yeah, (laughs) it was like whenever. If only we knew that, I would have started the episode with that instead of that shitty guitar. Oh my god, it would. It's a great song. It was a great song, and it reminds me of like. Landing at Spokane, and like what a joke! International airport, like what a joke! So again, international airport, and seeing like the smokestacks in Spokane, and thinking like this is where I'm going to live for the rest of my life. Oh, like Jesus Christ! Say a prayer for me, you know. And then I end like two hours later, I'm in a uh, a fucking Econo Lodge, like staring at a wall, like where the fuck am I? (laughs) Really good. Ah, really adds a whole new element to it. I told um, that girl I went on a date with last night. I we were trading stories. She had a Seattle story, which was not similar, but it was like a, a relationship story. And I said, "Have I got a story for you?" And I then I told her the the entire like story, like episode ten story, the condensed version. Oh man! And I could tell while I was drinking at the time, and I could tell it was like, "Okay, do we get it?" Like, "Okay," and I was getting all, like all these kind of details and everything. Just listen to the episode. Just listen. to episode you know uh, i'm uh, i can't believe i did that you know i don't pull many boners in my personal life i'm pr- i fly pretty straight but uh oh, that's not true just but, let it wash <laughs> over you <laughs> that's, uh, i'm feeling oh the shame wash over me the 
me asking her if we're still on for Saturday today and her like feeling obligated to say yes when I know she wants to say no. Hey, maybe she wants to say yes. Who knows? Maybe she, whatever. Who knows? Just let, yeah, it, let her roll with it. Roll it's whatever. With it. oh, Steve Winwood. Higher uh, love. Hard rock. Let's, uh, yeah, that's hard rock. <laughs> Two let's, for Tuesday, uh, Steve Winwood. Let's okay. hit a couple of these Tumblr questions. I'm going to really tent fate on this new recording setup and also try and open Tumblr while we do this. So uh, mm. I hope I don't lose you. Let's see. Hello, are you still there? Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Motherfucker. I can't hear you. Motherfucker. I'm just Motherfucker. kidding. Motherfucker, I know. Just... <laughs> uh, let's see. See why? Why does Tumblr hide the fucking login button? Like, does it let me log in? Let everyone else sign up on the other page. Ah, uh, all right. First of all, I probably plugged this in the past, but it is it requires another plug because it's actually if I made a top five favorite things on the internet, this would be probably n number two after that video of the lady picking the skin off her feet and eating it. Um, Pig weekend. Which is, I think it's just pigweekend.com or it might be pigweekend.tumblr.com. Perfect. Uh, is like the only thing that brings me joy at this point in life. It's pretty wild. Uh, and Pig Weekend has uh, written in and asked a question. Listen, I don't have a question or anything sharp or useful <laughs> to contribute, so already I <laughs> fucked up. Cool. Um, I just recently remembered that several years ago, Sean Duty played in a band Olympic set with a bunch of colored electrical tape on his clothes, like some budget Gary Newman telecon shit, and it was fantastic. Hook electrodes up to the, that band's neck and resurrect it as a Sean Duty now, and you'd have my eternal blessings. Why don't I not know about this? This is fucking awesome. Uh, you know, he it was him and Dave Podrid okay. playing like, like Joy Division worship. All right. Do you want me to call Sean Duty and ask him all about yeah, it? Yeah, please. Can no, we... Right. Actually, no, no, don't do that, because he's, he's just going to talk about how bad it was, and I don't... I, no. I, I can't listen to him be angry right now. Dude, it's it's already ringing, bro. Oh, God. Did I tell you that Sean Duty called me a pussy? No. Couple, what the fuck happened? Ago. Whoa. Oh, no, because I, I reacted to a, a question on Tumblr. Uh, I was like a puss about it. Hi, you've reached Kevin. Uh, sorry, I can't take your call right now. Sean, did he change his phone number? I think he did. What? What the fuck just happened? Oh, you there? know what? I called the wrong Sean Goody. I called his number from like 10 years ago in ah, my phone. <laughs> killing me here. All right, let's go to the next question. All right, sorry, guys. Sorry. Hello, this is Kevin. Um, Hi, Kevin. Oh, fuck, we should have left him a message. Hi, Kevin. This is Andrew and Hans from Overnight Drive. Um... <laughs> From your local, your local podcast, uh, OvernightDrive.com. Uh, have you ever, have you two ever had any massive arguments slash fights with one another? Uh, I don't think so. Not that I can remember. No, I don't think we've ever even raised our voices at each other. No. Actually, I, we raised our voices at each other once after, like, not sleeping for 24 hours and we were driving through L.A. for, like, two seconds and it was over. <laughs> That's, like, it. I don't even remember what I it was about. I don't remember that. Yeah. I, who knows? Andrew, um, I, I would say we've been we've been tight bros for for too long, man. Yeah, I I, I yell at everyone else. Yeah, I don't really yell at you. <laughs> I yell at everyone else a lot. Is it that you don't respect me, you don't care, or that you love me too? Much? I think you're on a good path. I think you're. Uh, <laughs> you, you need no guidance. Yeah, don't make Andrew angry. I know. I I respect it's because we have uh, 
a uh, state of love and trust. I think exactly. That's what we can say. Yeah. It's hard rock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've got some hard rock happening. Here comes a hard rock with R.E.M. Man, we should just do a fucking radio station. That'd be great. I should. I could do a bunch of liners. But like, I think you guys are in the mood for some hard rock. Here's some <laughs> R.E.M. <laughs> R.E.M. Don't go um, back. To, <laughs> don't go back to Rockville. What's the chance of Hans playing with self-defense family again, Andrew? I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'd say not. low right now. Not, not great. <laughs> is it because I'm fat or because I haven't been in the band in four and a half years? I discount nothing, but this is a long shot. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Sorry. Sorry, fans of me uh, or somebody who just wants to stir the pot. Um, I remain a fan, but... Uh, I don't think I'm going to get that phone call anytime soon. You know what's fucking weird? What's that? Uh, we, I mean, one of our stated goals for a long time was to, it was a very specific goal, but to be able to go to, like, a record shop somewhere and look through records and find a record of ours that we have no recollection of and being like, oh, wow, I don't even remember doing this. Yeah. Uh, which has already happened for me because, like, things will come out and I'll be like, oh, I don't know what's on this. And I'll remember <laughs> the song inevitably, but I'll be like, oh, okay, that's where that ended. I don't, like... People asked about the Good Time Boys split not that long ago. I don't know what that is. I don't know who that band yeah. is. I don't know what song is on that. I don't know who put it out. I don't know where you can buy it. I don't know if it's even out yet. I don't know anything about any of our records because once it leaves my computer, it's done and it's out of my head. Yeah. But finally reached a new peak of weirdness a couple of days ago where I opened up a session and it was a song from uh, a session we did in, uh, at Panda Studios and I didn't remember recording this song at all. It was like hearing it again for the first time. It was like, oh, wow, like this came out pretty good. And then a day later, Patrick hit me with something else. Where did this come from? And I listen, and it's a song from, I don't know, three years ago that I straight up have no recollection of. So now I'm actually not remembering individual <laughs> songs. That's which great. It gives me so much joy. Like yeah. I've never heard this song in my life, even though I'm clearly playing on it. <laughs> like, it's fucking weird. Yeah, that's the that's the great part about being super prolific. I do that when I I go back on the uh, end of your catalog sometimes, and there's there are songs I certainly don't remember doing. Like, yeah, like that um, uh, the split with uh, Showcase, I think it is. I don't remember a lot of those songs at all. What the hell this, is on that? I don't. The split we did with the port that Portuguese band. I also don't remember. Yeah. We got um, some uh, we got some support calls for uh, doing the the commentary tracks on these records. So looks we like we're gonna go back through them and uh, we'll figure out what these things are. I'll come down in a couple of weeks and we'll we'll spend a day, a day or two doing that. Perfect. <laughs> That'd be great. But like, ooh, well, I was in the studio at the time, and I'll, I'll do like the uh, like the behind the music, like straight man. Like, ooh, I remember <laughs> I remember staring at my guitar and just telling me telling myself I, that I, I could do this, and then then we then we recorded. Uh, <laughs> I got this. I, had, I got this. I, I had that that like year long slump where I just wrote like really bad riffs, and everyone's like, "Okay, I guess." <laughs> it's like, like the Charles Rockets of the world were born that day. And... That, that, there's a lot of songs in that era that are a little foggy to me. Ethan Hawke, don't really remember it. I don't remember, um, I don't remember them by name. Well, I don't remember them by names. Definitely not. Let's see. What podcast do you both listen to besides Kissing Contest, Andrew and a Good Conspiracy Theory podcast out there? Keep up the good work, fellas. Heat. Heather. Um, is Heather that Heather one. Heat or That's is that someone Heather. named Heat? I don't know. All That's right. Heather. Um, let's see. I'm going to open up my podcast app and uh, go through some of the shit I listen to. 
Uh, I'd already mentioned UID a little while ago. Uh, I don't really like. I I find conspiracy theory podcasts to be really exhausting because you're only like conspiracy theories are only fun if you recognize that it's lunacy shit. Yeah, you know that's like it's the product of an idiot mind. Um, so when you actually listen to somebody like drone on and be like, "This is brought to you by like this fucking wholesaler for survival goods," like it's it's just not fun. It's just it's just like a fucking <laughs> old man talking in your ear. Great. Uh, I listen to uh, Hang Up and Listen a lot, um, which is a uh, like a half an hour sports podcast that I'm sure everyone just like recoiled in horror at. Uh, listen to the Bowery Boys whenever it's up. It's like a New York history podcast, which sounds really dry and boring, but is actually pretty interesting. Uh, Nerd Poker I listen to uh, quite a bit, which is just Brian Posehn and his friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this is such a fucking great <laughs> idea. I'm so mad that I didn't think of that first. Uh, I don't know. There's other bits and pieces here and there, but uh, listen to... Uh, I just started listening to uh, Going Off Track and actually met one of those guys... Um, I don't know, a couple weeks back, he was uh, very, very nice, so take a listen to that. And there's about 30 things on here that I haven't really listened to yet uh, that I will get around to. All so right. yeah, that's that's my podcast uh, list. I listen to uh, Overnight Drive podcasts. I listen back every time it comes out. Make sure and everything's okay. No, I just, I, I was like, like uh, I, is it weird to say that uh, we we really crack me up? Like, I laugh out loud because I, I forgot we said. And then I'm like, oh, my God, that's actually funny. Um, does Andrew still jam crust bands from time to time? Uh, no. Uh, I actually got a text from Sean Diddy a few days ago saying, hey, remember when we were both really into misery? And I was just like, no. Uh, the no. feeling or the, <laughs> like the state of mind? Or? Both. Apparently, we played with them and they were awful. I actually really don't remember playing with Misery at all. So, I mean, I'm sure they were awful. That much I'm not, uh, I'm not disputing at all. Uh, but I actually had one of those moments today where uh, I was walking around. I had to go downtown or go down to Soho and drop something off at the store down there. And I was walking back, and I stopped in a uh, store looking at, like, bed sheets that were really uh, kind of expensive. But I just, I'm having a thing with my bed sheets. I want new ones. And I'm looking at them like, you know, maybe I should just splurge and get these fucking nice linen bed sheets. Because what the fuck, right? You only live once. Sure. And I saw my reflection in the window, and my reflection looked at me and said, you used to be punk, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you're in here fucking worrying about bed sheets. You used to be punk. You know what, though? Fuck it. I'd rather get bed sheets. Yeah, honestly, when in my lowest punk house moments, uh, I would never change the sheets in my bed like once a year. And when my my sheets would get too stinky, I would pull them off and throw them away in the garbage. Yeah, you just get new ones then. I would, but I wouldn't put a sheet on my bed then. I would just put a blanket down and lay on top of the blanket with another blanket on. Like I, I, I might have that one beat the uh, okay. for. A year of my life, probably more actually, I lived in a windowless bedroom that had nothing on like the walls whatsoever. It was just bare walls with no window. And I had my bed was a mattress with no sheet on the floor, but the springs were starting to come through. So I took another mattress from a futon and just threw it on top of that. Except that the futon mattress was like a foot and a quarter longer than the other mattress so it would hang off the side <laughs> there was no sheets on either of these things there was no pillowcase on the pillow uh 
and I, I I think I slept with the light on a lot for some reason. Like I there was there was something something weird in that room where like when I had the light out, it was hard to like find my way through because there was no window, so I just kept the light on on top. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that Can was actually tr- when I was living with uh, Sean Duty's old bandmate Dave Podrin. Oh yeah, you that was the this. room. Actually, that was the room where I got woken up by uh, him banging on the door because nine eleven was in full swing. Oh wow. <laughs> Weirdly, you, I was there the night before too, so I, I probably should have stayed. Would have uh, would have been wild. Can you track the point where you decided to give up on punk? No, it it was not a point. It was a uh, a gradual uh, disconnection until you suddenly like kind of wake up and realize that it's uh, that it's gone. I no, I I I can't. It just happened one day. I wish I had a point. Yeah, I, I kind of wish I had a point, I, I gave too. up, because I definitely gave up on hardcore, like, like a long time ago. I, I really, still... I vividly remember going to a show in Montreal and uh, watching Fucked Up, like, really, really early on and Fucked Up when they were, like, opening for somebody else. Yeah. And watching everybody go nuts and being like, this is not, like, really doing it for me. Like, I don't know, like, I, I don't understand what people are flipping out about. And that was the same era where, like, all these, like, fucking thrown-together bands were coming over from, like, Sweden and whatnot, and people were pretending to go really, really crazy for them. Uh, Like, it was the fucking first time anyone had ever heard this uh, this recycled garbage before. And that was when it was really occurring to me that it's like, oh, wow, this is, like, maybe this isn't the intense, idea-driven subculture that I I thought it was (laughs) as uh, as a younger man. Maybe this is actually just people liking to dress up. I think my moment of why why am I doing this was when Burning Bridges opened for terror at Valentine's, and their their, uh, Mesa Boogie speaker cabinet columns we're so close to the front of the stage that I couldn't stand on the stage. <laughs> That's what I remember. Wasn't that the same show where somebody knocked a book out of your hand at the merch table? That's no, that was in New Jersey. But oh, that okay. is exact a dude fucking a dude covered in tattoos. I was reading a book and he walked up and just knocked the book out of my hand. <laughs> you know what, Andrew? Thank you. That's was that the your moment. moment. That's the nice. moment I gave I gave up on hardcore and punk. Nice. I was right. reading a book, and a dude like came up, looked at me, and knocked the book out of my hand and laughed in my face. Uh, I'm glad I, I could give you that moment. Well, I think there's like a like a, in especially in like you know suburban New Jersey, in like Marlboro, New Jersey, wherever the fuck we're playing, right? There's a um, you know there's like a it's like a real prison vibe where you have to like bitch down the other members of the hardcore bands in the VFW lounge slash spaghetti house you're fucking playing or whatever. And that was exactly what happened. Like, oh, I heard you guys think you're hard from Albany and you're, you know, I'm going to knock you down a peg by knocking the book out of your hand and you guys better not be as good as us. (laughs) Love that story. Really good. Super good. And I, that is a great gem that I completely forgot about. So thank you, Andrew, for bringing it back up. Um, are you ever going to have, or I'm sorry, are you ever going to get Patrick on as a guest? No, we're not. Stop asking. No, he said, he said flat out no. No, uh, he can, you can listen to his uh, Christian Bale podcast. I'm sure it's astounding. 
Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's a scream. <laughs> I want to start a hard. I want to start hardcore band called Big Love. Shit name. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, oh no. Call it's... it. Uh, call it Big Care instead. You should call it Vietnam. Call it... <laughs> but spell it N O M. Are we Vietnam. at the point where you can start to pick Aus Rotten names as songs as like or sorry as bands? Like Definitely. in the same way, yeah. Like so, we can we can call it like Vietnam is back. That's uh, that's your band. Yeah, Vietnam is back. I found a bunch of Aus Rotten on my old hard drive today. I was digging through. <laughs> I, oh man, Oof. perfect. D- couldn't put neon. I couldn't bring myself to, no. but uh, it was there. Uh, let's see. Um, Andrew, my birthday is in three months, and I'm debating buying myself an expensive ass watch around a grand or more. Any recommendations? Uh my recommendation is don't overextend yourself on something that you're probably going to break. Um, do get a nice watch, but nice is like relative because you can, if you don't make like a ton of money, a fucking $150 watch is an expenditure. You could probably get a good one. Um, yeah, like uh, buy a watch that makes sense with, that's just like a little bit over what you would normally spend on something else. Like something that's like a, a financial burden but not something that you're like not gonna be able to eat over that's like a grand for a watch unless you're making you know pretty decent money might be a little extreme yeah um i don't know look around i mean if you're gonna spend a grand on a watch it better be like it better be like gaudy like diamond crusted or have like 10 dials i mean i'm i'm in no way saying if you can afford it don't get a watch over a grand like i fucking i'll spend 10 grand on a watch if i can afford it but uh i can't uh, what, uh, what I maybe look on eBay and get like an old Hamilton or some shit like that, something where you just get some poly watch and clean it up and get a strap and you're uh, you're good to go. Uh, I don't know. Give it a shot. I'm wearing a Casio watch. That or I get an got old a, Casio watch. I got a Target <laughs> for ten bucks. So that's that's where I'm at, man. I'm I'm way more in tune with the people than you are, man. I got a ten dollar watch. Yeah, you're really you're 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 down. You know, there, right? when I delivered pizza for Domino's. They advised us not to wear expensive jewelry. Not a problem. Which I thought was really funny. (laughs) They're like, when delivering, refrain from wearing expensive watches or jewelry. (laughs) What should I do with my Gucci shit? Should I put it in the fucking glove box or what? Oh, oh, I can't wear my Fendi jacket while I'm delivering (laughs) fucking pizza. Like, oh, man, I shouldn't wear my fucking, my gaiters, my $1,000 gaiters then, should I? Like, it was so funny. I was like, whoa. Like, none of us make any money doing this. What are you talking about? Jesus Christ. Um, Girl I was into a couple years back recently messaged me to talk slash hang out. She told me today when we got lunch that she just broke up with her boyfriend that she was with when I first met her. Does she just want some comfort or does she want some loving? Eh, Maybe a bit of both. I'm thinking a bit of both. I'm going to, I would advise you to err on the side of comfort. Yeah. Because she's at sea right now. She's confused. Shit didn't work out with the dude. Uh, If you had sex, it would not end well. She would, uh, would be, there's a lot of emotions involved. There's an ocean of emotions happening right now. You're not, she would, she wants, probably wants it to happen at some point to feel, um, you know, to feel some continuing viability among men. Uh, or whoever, but at the same time, th- at the same time, it's like it'll be really hard f- for you to deal with all of that, all of the feelings that 
I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> really, uh, really, really went there. No, no. Well, it's as I've dealt with that before. I for a while I was like the healer, and like women would, like, oh yeah, you know, like Derek fucking broke up with me. We should just hang out and like, I don't know, fucking do drugs. Fucking hate Derek. And then I end up driving to like Philadelphia, <laughs> and like sal- salving this woman's wounds with like sex and like you know watching her fucking rip a strip off of acid and shit like that <laughs> like like uh, and then i would leave and it would be like facebook this is back before you know this is back when you'd have to wait to get home to read your facebook messages and be like facebook message when i get home that was a really bad idea <laughs> like that kind of thing like honestly listen like, listen that was a wicked bad idea and like then trying to like turn it around like you know, like, like I know I asked you to come down, but that's like a really long way to drive just to sleep with somebody, and it makes me feel weird. And I said, "Well, I could like I... take a, I could stop at a motel like halfway <laughs> <No>. there." <laughs> I recently drove seven hours one way to screw. So Jesus I mean, fucking Christ! And like in a weekend, you know, <laughs> so dumb. Boy, I look back at the th- literally thousands of dollars I may I spent and missed out on by. Don't knock on that door. By fucking. Um, Don't knock see. on that door. What's the status of the overnight drive tour? I asked a while ago if you guys were interested in coming to my coming to Richmond and then recording at my house, but never got a response. I'm assuming the dead air was a no. But just wanted to check. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, a few people have uh, have wrote in offering places, and I haven't gotten back to any of them yet because I have no fucking idea what's going on. Uh, so yeah, if you wrote in, you didn't hear anything. Don't sweat it. Uh, as things come together we'll uh we'll dig back through the archives and get at you and see if it's possible Definitely. uh as of now status still still good still uh still feeling feeling pretty positive about it so we'll absolutely we'll throw we got, it together when uh when time allows we got at least let's 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 hash it out now we got at least new york mm-hmm. we could do something like midsummer when like it's not too shitty to travel weather-wise and we could do like you know like a small circle weekend maybe like new york and like providence or somewhere like that whatever um and test it out you know we'll see if it's really cool we'll make it to richmond at some point give it a shot i've, I've got an aunt that lives in richmond it's it's like i fucking live there yeah my ex-girlfriend's <laughs> entire family lives in richmond perfect right? invite them out to the show uh, hey hey we can, go on, we can go down to carrie street and busk it'll be great carrie um, street uh has the best 7-eleven i've ever been to in richmond that's all I can say about Richmond. <laughs> I like that street with all the second place trophies, though. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the South will rise again. Nope. Um, let's see. Uh, Code, Code Academy is better than any current college courses. I picked up PHP doing this on breaks at work. It's incredible. I'm actually doing the same thing right now, so I'm, uh, I'm with you on that. And uh, the other one that jumped out at me before, can I be a thinking adult and a practicing Muslim? Um, You've got to do. I mean, yes and no. I don't know. Like it's um, yes, I I guess, but at the same time, yeah. Actually, yeah. Why not? Sure. I mean, there's nothing stopping you from being a thinking adult and believing in something. So yeah, go for it. You've got to do salat five times each day. Is that what that's called? Uh, Prayer. You got to turn towards morning. You got to you got to pray toward the east. I think. All right. Well, I mean, if if you can do that and 
NBA thinking adult, then you're good to go. Yeah, sounds cool. Uh, All right. With you uh, quitting your job and leaving your place, now seems like a good time to move out of Albany. Do you have any desire to do that? Yeah, I do. Move back to Glens Falls. Dude, it's a reality. You're such an enabler. I would love to move. Andrew, why would you want me to move back to Glens Falls and move back in with my folks? Uh, I'd be so wild. See your old man every day. This is your tough way of. This is your like tough love. This is your way of. of What's for breakfast today? Wow, that's the way it used to be. Hey, hey, you want anything? Hey, you want anything? My mother. About your old man throwing the scarf over the lamp. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When he set up, when he set up the love room for me and my girl. So good. You you could get that treatment again. (laughs) Set up a love room with a fan and the fucking scarf and a lamp. so good <laughs> and I, I nailed her several times in my parents house awful um jesus christ it's like the memories are like yesterday they're so strong they give me a headache oh god if you could see my face now Oy. oh yeah so and my mother when i lived at home at age 32 <laughs> um my mother would say hey wake wake up wake up i'm, I'm just i'm just waking you up to see what time you want to wake up <laughs> That's ins- that was the that was that would drive me in like insane. It's wi- wildly passive. Well, I worked yeah, I worked at school and sometimes we'd just have days off, like oh, developmental day, and she'd be like, "You have to wake up, wake up! I just want to see what time you need to wake up." Look, if I'm not out of the fucking house by six thirty, I'm good. <laughs> fucking leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone, mom. Mom, that's what I'm <laughs> leave gonna... me alone, Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> Leave me alone, Vietnam. So, yeah, I'll probably, yeah, move back to the Guns Falls. Andrew said it the best. Perfect. All um, right. You want to uh, pull the plug in this one while the pollen's good? Oh, good pollen? Pull. Good. I got, got some good pollen. Oh, I almost slipped into Ron Giddo again. <laughs> yeah, uh, your alarm's going off. Uh, what yeah, time oh, do you need oh, to wake up? It's time to pull. Time to pull a taffy. Um, all right. Anything to plug, Andrew? <laughs> 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 the best i got hey, nothing to plug right now please. i'm sure there's some kind of record coming out or something to that effect i don't know anything about it ask somebody who fucking gives a shit please uh keep sending in your orgasm sounds uh, we need some women in the house because we already got a man and that was pretty good if you can if pretty you can do better than if you can do better than that sound <laughs> i don't think i've ever made that noise like a noise like that when i've yeah that coming. guy's really uh really uh, into it uh, with an old-timey rickety projector in the back <laughs> yeah <laughs> The Model T Ford running in the background. Oh, the Simplex 65 really needs to be oiled. Uh, perfect. Um, yeah. All right, yeah. All right. I have nothing to plug either. Uh, oh, uh, photographsofcraigslist.com. It's back. I've, I've resurrected it. I've done some things. I've started it up. I've fired it back up. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just chilling out, listening to uh, like smooth jazz lately. And, uh, you know, I'm doing that. Listen to the band Maze featuring Frankie Beverly. Great band. Look, uh, go into YouTube and type Maze featuring Frankie Beverly live in New Orleans. And take yourself on a trip. I'll do that right now. Um, okay. All right, this has been uh, episode, what do we got, 52 now? 53. Is that right? 53? Wow, fuck, I lost an episode in there somewhere. All right, we'll be back next week with 54 then. Let's, uh, let's cue the music. Oh.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.